Welcome to the Master Your Genius Podcast with Keith Cornies. Listen in and learn as he coaches entrepreneurs to master their genius. Here's your host, Coach Keith. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Coach Keith here. Uh, you are going to be listening to episode 13 with Glow McCarter, my counselor from 18 years ago. We go all over the place. We touch on marriage, we touch on personal growth, we touch on depression, we touch on absolutely so many topics. It's, it's one of the best conversations I think I've had in a long, long time. Uh, make sure you guys give this a listen. Uh, there's some words of wisdom in there and just some uh, great learnings about just being human. So enjoy episode 13. You're not going to regret it. So Gloria, how are you doing? Glow is doing Glow, well. Glow, very good. Okay. Glow make, is doing well. <laughs> I'll, make sure I, I'll make sure I fix that. I know. Uh, yeah. So let's just do a quick intro for everyone out there. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll do what you told me, and then you take it a little bit from there. Okay. So from what I see here, you have been counseling for 31 years. In my 31st year, 31st yes. 31st year. Yeah. And you actually were, as you were saying to Cole here, you were a late bloomer. You got your master's in counseling psychology at 40. And then you got your PhD at 50. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you've been going strong for 31 years. You're my counselor. You're what I refer to as my counselor. <laughs> my counselor. Even though I haven't oh, seen you in a while because I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it all figured out, Glow. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, you know... Uh, for everyone out there, I met Glow 18 years ago. Mm. Uh, and what they'll read in my book was I was pecking away at my computer at 5 a.m. trying to figure out who was gonna, who I was going to trust with mm. uh, this, em, this embodiment of life. And, uh, yeah. and uh, you responded, and I ended up getting my first appointment that day. Yes. And yes. I walked in. So that was 18 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Years have gone So down. that was the beginning of my journey. You were there. Mm. We'll talk about that, which is great. But mm. also... Uh, so yeah, so what else do you do that people should know about you? Oh, uh, I take care of myself. Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, I, I balance my life with uh, yoga and acupuncture and walking and reading and music and lots of other Didn't things. we bump yeah. into each other at the drum session? I, at the drum session. Remember the drums or the? Oh no, it was a uh, sound bath. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah, sound yeah. bath. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we bumped into each other there, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those are, those are the kinds of things that you've that, been doing that that I do as well, and um, doing some blogging and um, what else? Speaking. Family, well, speaking. we 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 were at the same yeah, event. Exactly. We the Live Your yeah. Best Life seminar where you couple, were speaking. That was a couple husband. years ago. Yeah. Now. Yeah, you were speaking exactly. on wisdom, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I want to come back yeah, to that. The joy, so we'll I think it was, what was it? The joy of wisdom. The joy of wisdom. At that, yeah. at that time, yeah. So, so let's, just, let's just bite the head off the snake here. So <laughs> I, when I hired you, you were Gloria. Yes. And now you're Glow. And when we were at the Live Your Best Life seminar, you yeah. asked me if I noticed a difference. Mm. You said, do I seem different to you? Ah. So what do you think is the difference? What happened for you that you went from Gloria to Glow and... And or what, what's going on? Fill well, me know, in. You it's it, in a way it's a real irony, and I look at ironies of life because I I am a very um, spiritual person, and when we look at spirituality, the word Gloria would would have much significance, right? And so then why would I, as a spiritual person, decide to go with glow? Because to me, glow is light and shining, and this is what I feel my journey has been. It's really been discovering the, the light within myself, mm -hmm. expressing it, sharing it with others, and so uh, glow and glowing, to be glowing, and really, I hope to inspire people in the same way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So when I first sat down with you then, um, years ago, I mean, one of the turning points of my life was when you handed me The Mastery of Love. The book by Juan Miguel? Miguel Luis, yeah. Yeah Juan, yeah, Juan Miguel Luis, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was, and then the four agreements that yes. went with that. Yes, Right? So yes. it's not that you're going to remember all the way back then. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, how could you remember through the, through the, through the rivers of tears in your office <laughs> and the F-bombs? Remember when I did threw an F-bomb and apologized and you said, you don't think I've ever heard that word before? <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my favorite memories of you is I went to the Canada yeah. Games pool and there you were on the treadmill just working hard, you know, oh, going at it, yeah. sweating away. 
<laughs> made you made you real, you know, oh, and, and, yes. and when you go in those situations. Yeah. And so let's just kind of hit that topic. You know, I really want the the people out there that are watching this to know that therapy or counseling mm. or it's good. Yeah. Mm. I don't I don't want I, I think there's a little bit of a stigma that I would love this episode to clean up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there is still. Is there? Uh, there is still some. Although, you know, we, you know, it's like, it's like when you work for a company and the organization says, we have a mission statement and we believe in work-life balance. And then I hear people say, I've never worked so hard in my life. And what, <laughs> what about this mission statement? Yeah. It's the same with, with, with mental health. Yeah, yeah. People want to believe that they've, they feel that it's natural, you know, to go and see a counselor, and 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 yet there is there is still some some stigma, stigma to it. Is it the yeah. fact that I have to be broken or weak to get a counselor? I can't just go to get stronger, like yeah. from a place of I like who I am and I want to be better, or yeah. I don't like who I am and I want to be better. But it has to come from a place of oh, that's it. I'm at my rock bottom. Yeah. I'm done. Because yeah. honestly, for me, it was a rock bottom for me. Mm. Um, that brought me to this place, yeah. but I had done counseling before, but I fig- I thought I had it all figured out and everyone else needed counseling mm. and I didn't. So mine was more of a narcissistic point of view <laughs> as you, I don't know if you remember, but from, from my, from my, uh, from my upbringing. Mm. So yeah. So mental health being the stigma that it is yet when we have strong mental health, when you're glow and you feel yeah. that light connected yeah. to spirituality, I mean, uh-huh. the mental health can't get any stronger than that. I, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 let's put it this way. It, it becomes stronger uh, in a different way, mm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, being broken, I think a lot of people say, oh, there's something wrong with you because mm-hmm. you go for mm-hmm. help to a counselor. Mm-hmm. No, there's nothing wrong. There's something very right about you. You know, this is the power of language as well. I believe there, so. There's something 100%. very brave about you. Yeah. There's something very courageous about you that you would know, for instance, that you're, yeah, you're sad or there's there's a challenge ahead of you and you really know that you can benefit from the help of another person. That takes a lot of courage. It's so crazy. You know, if an athlete wants to become great, they get and they hire coaches and yeah. help and right and they get therapists, counselors, sure. philosophers, whatever, sure. and then sure. gymnasts. And then yeah. this point in where we got to go, the biggest game of all is life. Yes. And we got to do this on our own. Yeah. And we got to figure this out on our own. Mm-hmm. And there's this place in which, you know, uh, wisdom, mm-hmm. which which I see as, you know, knowledge being put into action, yeah. which creates an experience, lots of experiences create wisdom, yeah. right? And then the right. spirituality part, which I found too, I'm, I'm, I've become very spiritual. Yeah. Uh, a closet spiritualist, I guess you could say. I'm not at the point where I'm okay to talk about it. So yeah. Let me listen to that. And it depends how one defines it too, right? Well, I had a hard time yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. religion and spirituality are completely yeah. different. And see, that's that's really what I did my doctoral dissertation on. Oh. Was looking at practices of religion, practices of spirituality, and personality styles. And I wanted I wanted to do that because I wanted to do more reading about it. You know, I've got something like 300 references of books and articles. And the way I describe it is that religion is one way that people express their spirituality. And there are others, Mm -hmm. you know, nature, art, music, um, relationships, um, doing good work in the world, you know, these are... Being of service. Being of service. So that's a spirituality. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. So uh, meaning and purpose is a way of yeah. describing it as well, you know. So, yeah. And it's, it's all very connected with psychology because when you look at, no, I don't, I don't know my Greek or Latin, That's I'm not okay. sure which it is, but if you look at the word psyche, mm-hmm. psyche means soul. Mm-hmm. So this is psychology and soul. Mm-hmm. And then the, um, the word for um, uh, breath, life, spiritus. Mm. So it's all very connected. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, you know, and, and uh, we were talking about how when you have, and you have thousands of hours. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, yes. yes. I remember yeah. the worst part about you was it's like, our time's up. I'm like, what? I'm in the middle of a, I'm, I'm crying here. You can't cut me off. This is unfair. Um, so, yeah. So we were just talking about how we see themes. We look for themes, yes. you know, yes. and as a coach, I don't even compare myself to your level of expertise, but I still have this kind of intuitiveness. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did learn from being with you Mm. on different things, but not on the level 
uh, that I, you know, claim to be anything other than what I know. Uh, <laughs> and believe me, I, I have my challenges with that. But mm. I find these themes come out in language, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And there's this place when some people speak, you know, in third person. You know what people should do? Yeah. Do you I find that at all, yes. that, that kind yeah. of a theme? Yeah. And what or do you think pe- or about people that? people even using the word you mm-hmm. when they're really f- referring to I. Yeah. I. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember I hadn't seen you for a while? And uh-huh. then I was feeling bad about not being in a relationship with my dad, so I came to you to ask you if I had a good or bad soul? I remember that. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember that. So that was yeah. an interesting question. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> well, I you told me I was a loser that. and get out and give you 100 bucks or something. I don't know. I can't remember. You were very mean. <laughs> <laughs> in a loving way. Yeah, that yeah, hasn't yeah. changed. You know, I say to people now, I'll say, you know, I can be very direct. Not can, I am. I'm yeah. direct. I'm straightforward. And this always comes from a place of caring. Yeah. As I touch the my The kindest heart. person in the world giving you the mm. truth that you need to hear. Mm. I, I do the same thing. Yeah. I interrupt patterns. We interrupt mm. patterns of yeah. thinking and language. And, and mm-hmm. it's funny because if you listen on a deep level, everyone just gives yeah. exactly what they need back for themselves exactly. it's just hard for them to see right exactly yeah we share that we're in a i say and i speak a very metaphoric language and not everyone likes that or mm-hmm. understands it or or relates to it and mm-hmm. i get that uh however we are mirrors you know in the work mm-hmm. we do coaching counseling mm-hmm. we are the mirror and we invite people to look at themselves really through us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I always share my personal journey mm. when I know there's a learning that's important. Yes. yes. And some people are always like, they say to me, you know, I love being with you because I don't feel like you've got it all figured out. You're the expert in yeah. the room. Yeah. Because I just share my experiences. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's a powerful place. Analogical thinking too, giving analogies yeah. of, you know, things yeah. like that so they can break it down. Mm-hmm. So... You know, when we look at the differences, we talked a little bit about uh, the mental health, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about that stigma. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is going to be a great one where people can see that you and I have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've referred you lots of people yes. over the years yes. Um, yes. because I'm limited on my scope of work, uh-huh. right? So I know uh-huh. that, you know, it gets to a point and I'm like, give her a call. <laughs> and we have, you know, there's, yeah. I know there's uh, a client out there who's listening to this and loving it. I'm not going to say her name out of confidentiality. Yeah, right, right. Nobody needs to know that she's <laughs> seeing you too. Um, Cause she's yeah. messed up as well. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I have to say that the best experience I had from that overall experience was the journey of learning about the domestication of my mind, the, how I became who I was. Uh. And, yes. and then getting that mirror back, yes. right? Yes. And you, your line is in my book. You're in my book, by the way. Oh, I'm yeah. honored. Yeah, good. I'm honored. It's not good, but you'll enjoy it. <laughs> just, don't, just don't get your lawyers after me. Uh, the first, first one of the first lines in the book is, uh, what are you going to do in your third marriage, Keith? <laughs> is that the directness that you were talking <laughs> yeah, about? Talking <laughs> With about. kind heart? <laughs> that's right. And I was like, uh, oh, I guess I might be part of the problem here, hey? <laughs> so that was, that was interesting. I also mentioned in the book how, uh, uh, and this is important for people to know, mm. when you go to search for a counselor, mm. not everyone's a fit, mm-hmm. no. right? Would I you agree so, with that? Oh, I agree. I agree. You want to just speak to that a little bit? Well, the word trust comes up. Mm. Trust, uh, because it's, it's about the, the knowledge and the experience. Yes, that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. However, they're just, I, you know, I am so big on energy. Mm. energy how there's, it feels yeah how it feels there's the energy that comes from that yeah uh you know i i was in nine years of very intense therapy myself and um there were times that i went oh i don't know about this and the time that i was about to back out of it was the time that i needed Need to, to do lean the, in needed to yeah. do the deepest the deepest work however what helped me is i i trusted my therapist mm. And that's, and you know, how do people pick that up? I, I'm not even too sure. Well, I want, I want everyone to know that's okay to feel the energy oh, and then yeah. say, no, this isn't right. Cause you know, yeah. I came to you directly. That was divine intervention. Mm. Cause you know, I was a pretty strong willed guy, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, so I came to you for my one-on-one mm-hmm. and then, um, my wife and I, Chrissy and I went to, uh, some therapists through work and we went to one and that didn't work out. We went to another one and then we went and found another guy privately and he yeah. handed me this book on male depression and uh-huh. maybe I was depressed, but I didn't need to hear that at the time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. 
And then I came to you and I asked you if you would be able to work with Chrissy and I as well. And you were like, no, I can't because of our relationship. Uh -huh. And then you thought it over and you said, okay, if, because you would then at that point, Chrissy had started to see you independently as well. Yes, yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and she was very comfortable and had mm. good energy with it. And mm -hmm. so then we're like, well, we're kind of having a hard time finding a marriage counselor here. Uh -huh. And uh, would you be able to do that? And you, you drew some very strict guidelines. Mm. And, mm -hmm. uh, but then we, you know, then I was seeing you and Chrissy was seeing you. And then, yes, yes. So, you know, I just wondering why I didn't get a discount on that. <laughs> I might have, I thought, you know, Three for one or... Because you were so special and privileged <laughs> to have me agree to see you. That's really what it was it all was, about. It was, it was. <laughs> and, you know, and I think the reason that I say that Chrissy and I are unbreakable nowadays is because of her doing her work and me doing my work yeah. and then figuring out how to communicate together. Yeah. So let's go into marriage. Mm. So let's go there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so... If you if there was couples out there struggling because the divorce rate's really high, COVID's been COVID really bad, really really bad. Yes, yes. Yeah. If what would be some proactive advice you would give to some people to maybe get a different energy in their marriage? Mm, good question. Well, one of you know, I, I have a lot of these. I call them my little sermonettes good. or my my wise phrases. I say healthy marriages really are comprised of two healthy people, mm. you know, emotionally, <clears throat> mentally, spiritually, all physically, all of that. So it's like two people, each person taking responsibility and saying, okay, how am I taking care of myself and how healthy am I? The other, you know, Keith, I hear it, people use the word communication. Mm -hmm. Say, oh, you know, I know we have a communication problem. And often they, right away, they think it's the way we're speaking to each other. Mm -hmm. That's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. The other part, equally important, and sometimes even more so, is listening. Oh, I think that is yeah. communicating, yeah. right? Uh, is yeah. listening. Exactly. Listening. You know, and, and, and really hearing what the other Not person... Not waiting for your turn to talk. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? Take some notes, repeat yeah. back. Yeah. This is what yeah. I'm hearing. And a lot so of the times funny. when I get my clients to repeat back to me, yeah. what are you hearing? I find out they're not hearing the message that we want to go across, exactly. right? Like it's going through their perception of how they see things. Exactly. And yeah. if you're already in a bad relationship, anything someone says is going through that perception. So yeah. how do we clean that lens to be open to seeing things differently, mm. I think is is yeah. difficult question. Well, it touches too. on what you had said earlier, is helping helping people to understand um, what's going on for them, you yeah. know, the, the individual. It's like, uh, of course I'm going to see the world this way. Mm -hmm. Of course I'm going to speak this way. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is where some, some information or study or knowledge about what I call the family of origin. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's like when I have a couple and they're struggling, then it's a matter of, how did you see your mom and dad Well, that's another great line. You remember, yeah. what, I don't know if you probably don't remember any of this, but I, I have a, basically a photographic memory. So yeah. uh, you said, uh, Keith... Chris isn't your dad. Ah. And I was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, right, I yeah. was responding to her because judgment is my, mm -hmm. my nemesis. If I feel mm -hmm. judged, it's really harsh with me mm -hmm. because I really want to be loved and wanted by yes. everybody. Yes. So when, I, when she was just opinionating or just having her opinion, mm -hmm. I felt judged. So yes. I was seeing it through, you make me feel instead of I feel. Yes. Right, which yes. is a big, big shift and change. Yeah. Um, so, you know... That is important, the family of origin. So continue yeah, on. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that in. Well, there again, having some understanding. So we're talking primarily like with, with couples and, mm -hmm. and to, you know, how did, you, how did your parents do relationship? Mm -hmm. And how did you see them speak with each, with each other? Mm -hmm. And What was their yeah. line of communication exactly. or whatever? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and how did they demonstrate affection towards each other? That kind of well, thing. you know, Chrissy's yeah. mom and dad were very quiet and beautiful, lovely people. And my mm -hmm. dad used to just yell extremities and tell everyone how stupid they were. Exactly. So yeah. that's how I communicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Chrissy just sat there silently. Yeah, yeah. What a perfect yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah. interesting. I think the family yeah. dynamics part is, is huge yeah. as well because that's part of the domestication of who we become. Yeah. And, and that's why we're not broken, right? We're just kind of, what I like to say is we're programmed. And when we become aware of that, we can yeah. reprogram. Exactly. It's, I, I use the word normalizing. Well, let's normalize the situation. I mean, yeah, it's not wrong. Of course, you're going to think normalize. this way. Of course, yeah. you're going to, you know, so, yeah. That's yeah. the way you see yeah. the world. And well, I find that more encouraging and more respectful. Yeah. So, yeah. 
what I do when I'm working with couples is, is I get them to do a life wheel each so mm. that they know where they are in their life and the yeah. other person can then see where they are in the life. So they can see they're both struggling. They're yes. both at twos and threes out of 10 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have the circles intertwine so mm. that it's like wedding rings crossing over. Yes. yes. And I say, when you're happy doing your life and you're happy doing your life, yeah. What's the juice in the middle? Like, what's that part called? Mm -hmm. And then I kind of get them to identify that with his word and her word. Mm -hmm. And now they have a common vision to shoot for. Yeah. Something like uh, harmonic peace or harmonic respect or loving kindness, whatever they come up with. So as they're going through the growth pattern and they start to push each other in the wrong direction or behave, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, in a different way, they could say, is this going to lead us to that loving kindness? Is that going to lead us to that? So they have a yeah. way to stop, notice, start over, refocus, yeah. go in that direction, especially yeah. if they both want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find that yeah. when you're working with couples and you, you know, what what are some common, well, no, I guess that would be too, too, too common to ask, but <laughs> what are some themes that you see nowadays mm. and not with COVID, but just being 2021, the way the world yeah. is, you know, yeah. The role reversal, women are earners, men have to be nurturers. You know, there's this kind of new learning of how to be. Yes. Do you see some common mm-hmm. themes there that are that are troubling? Well, the, the roles is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and we know, for instance, that I, I say the gender differences mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, the, the female uh, tends it wants to just talk mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and connect that way. And the male often will be, well, if you're going to talk about this, there must be something about it you want to change, make different, improve, and let me tell you how to do it. Yeah. You know, I heard so, a great yeah. line from, from someone that's working in sales. Do you want me to, do you want me to um, uh, what did he say? He said, do you want me to coddle you right now or do you want to find a solution? Yeah. And uh-huh. I thought, well, that's a great question yeah. to say to your wife. Yeah. Do you want me to listen right now yeah. or yeah. do you or want you, me to yeah. find a solution? Yeah. And the truth is they yeah. just want you to listen yeah. because yeah. everyone's brilliant. I believe everyone has a genius mm-hmm. and you're in Master Your Genius podcast right now. Yes. And so telling is yelling. Mm-hmm. So anytime someone is giving someone advice and mm-hmm. telling them what to do, they're automatically shutting down. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a there's a shut off switch yeah. that just says, you know, screw you. I know what I'm talking yeah. about here. Yeah. I know what I'm thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you think you're healing and making better, you're actually separating and yeah. coming apart. That's what I found. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's tough sometimes because if you do have a solution, you want to give it. Uh-huh. Yes. But it goes back yeah. to that communication piece again. And then there's the other aspect, the responsibility of the partner who's listening to the person who believes, you know, let's say mm-hmm. the she is listening to the he and mm-hmm. the he's saying, I've got the solution. Mm-hmm. It's also the responsibility of the partner to practice what I call respectful assertiveness. Yes. It's like, I respect you. We're, you know, we're two human beings. We deserve to be respected. Mm-hmm. Right now, the way you're speaking to me is an invitation to me to remind you about what I need. Boundaries, to re- right? Yeah, to remind you that what I need right now is for you to listen. Yeah. So, um, Communicate you know, what your needs are. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I, That was huge for us. That was yeah. huge for us, and it's really powerful because Chrissy's like, I'm not done now. Now it's yeah. now it's pretty blatant, you know? Yeah. I don't need it, you know, it, it's yeah. awesome because I yeah. just kind of chuckle inside. Yes. One of the great lessons you taught me as well, which was really, really insightful, and, and maybe there's couples out there that are listening that could use this, was if you want your partner to be more assertive or you want them to have that voice because you know that's the problem because through counseling we found that I was too assertive and mm-hmm. she was not assertive enough mm-hmm. so you know to change that habit um, you would ask me to make sure like I had Olivia my daughter to coach or teach her in earshot of the person around what you want them to have uh-huh. so I was you know I was teaching Olivia to have a voice because in yeah. this world women don't have voice you need yeah. to have a voice uh-huh. and make sure you speak up I can I don't know what you want to eat. Tell yeah. me what you want to eat. Yeah. So I uh-huh. thought that was really, really smart. It was mm-hmm. kind of like this. I don't know what you would, I don't know what they, they call that in your, in your line of work, but it, it worked really, really well. Yeah. well. And, you know. Something simple as finding your voice and using it. First mm-hmm. of all, knowing that you have one. Mm-hmm. And this is where a lot of it has to do there again, what I say about the healthy individual mm-hmm. to have that, that, uh, that sense of, uh, that sense of self-worth. And there is also a difference, you know, if a couple is um, uh, on their own or if they have children, you know, mm-hmm. that's another dynamic. And mm-hmm. when you say, you know, what are the themes or the, the things, I mean, stress, of course, is a factor mm-hmm. and uh, the economics is a factor. 
and yeah, finding... many variables, right? Oh, so yeah. many variables. You oh, can't yeah. boil it down to that person's oh. bad. I don't like them because yeah. I mean. Uh, in my book, I talk about creating the loaf of bread and yeah. baking is such a science and there's all these different ingredients and how long you need it and yeah. how long you bake it and each loaf uh-huh. is different. We need to understand people's variables. Yeah, I think that's really important in marriages is instead of taking it personally, which I mm-hmm. used to do, I now understand their variables. Mm-hmm. She's been working long hours. She's tired mm-hmm. or she has, you know, situations yeah. that are going on and and by doing that and working with my clients when they come in, I like to say that everyone has the same motherboard, which is a brain. Mm-hmm. And then they have the operating system that's been input by parenting, nature, nurture. Mm-hmm. And then they have software they choose to go in based mm-hmm. on who they meet in the world, yeah. how, what they believe, what they want to believe. their environment. And, yeah. 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 And that software can be interchanged, right? Mm-hmm. And you could change the operating system and mm-hmm. the operating system and the software work together. But the motherboard's the same, mm. this brain, this survival mechanism where mm-hmm. people are in threat or reward. Yeah, yeah. And when mm-hmm. someone sees their spouse as a threat, mm-hmm. they can't do anything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that was Keith, Chris isn't mm. your dad, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've noticed a lot of that in that process. Mm. Um, so we know why you're glow, which I love. And, <laughs> Thank you. Right? We yeah. got the philosophy of spirituality, which I love. And I really yeah. liked I, my learning today is that I am of service and that is a way yeah. to being spiritual. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yet I, I want people to know that when you're spiritual, there's an expansive thinking you get that you don't get by not being spiritual. Mm. Do you want to talk to that a little bit? So when you say expansive thinking. You could come yeah. up with different solutions. You can oh. see things differently. Like if I think, oh, here's the problem. What is Keith going to do to solve the problem? Yeah. Yeah. But if I go, what would yeah. God do? What would the universe yeah. do? Like what, what, like what is real truth? And if it's real yeah. truth, like what are some other solutions that I'm not seeing in my conscious mind? See, what I... that. All of that I would term curiosity, mm. wonder, awe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good words. Being more, being more curious, mm-hmm. being open to possibilities. Vulnerable. And you know that's you know even after like going on thirty-one years, I, I just I sometimes I'm just in a state of awe when I hear somebody say, you know, I hadn't thought about it that way, I hadn't looked at it that way. I hadn't considered. And often it's just that one, what I call a minor shift yeah. and yet a very much a major one. Well, right? the way, yeah, yeah, it's huge because yeah. the, way, the way I see it is is like a vase of water mm. and you put three drops of dye in there and yeah. all the molecules yeah. change. Yeah. So when you get that small aha uh-huh. in the neuroscience of the brain, yeah. it changes other synaptic oh, equations yes. that yes. are all gathered to yes. that. And sometimes yeah. a small change can be very large over mm-hmm. a period of time. Yeah. Right, so it's yeah. it's kind of like um, change is good. The world's evolving. We have to evolve. Yes, every yes. every day, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. if we don't, if we want things mm-hmm. to stay the same, then we're actually pushing against something. Mm-hmm. It's like swimming against the tide. And so, in this evolution of family dynamics, what are you noticing about family dynamics today that are different than say thirty years ago? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, it's, there again, it's that the basic, uh, you know, I remember when I was going through my master's and one of, I, I, I had to facilitate parenting groups. Mm-hmm. The principles back then are principles that can still be used now. Brilliant. You know, I'll say to the family, uh, oh, how are the family meetings going? And they're going, fam, fam, what do you mean by fam? What, what's a family meeting? I say, oh, you know, do you get together, you know, at least once a week and talk about what everybody's See, doing? See, now Cole's over there and, and he's having twitches because <laughs> we're triggering all the family <laughs> meetings that daddy used to call in the kitchen and they hated them. And I promised him it would be a half hour one, not an hour one. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But give a chance for the family to acknowledge each other. And then also to instill responsibility. Who's doing what? Mm-hmm. An accountability, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And an yeah. equal respect. I yeah. find, I find. so for me, I would say to be a great parent, right? You give respect to the children mm-hmm. and not expect it back. Earn the respect from mm-hmm. the children back. It's the whole thing about respect and hierarchy, mm-hmm. you know, because I had that problem. Right, I had a hierarchical problem. Mm. I'm the man, do this. Yeah. Right, I was, I grew Gee, up. That how way. did that happen? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and and I changed and shifted that. And also as a parent, you know, I wanted my children to feel respected, and then 
then we can have this kind of equal playing yeah. ground. And uh -huh. that's a dangerous one to travel mm -hmm. as well, right? Mm -hmm. Because now I'm the friend and not the yeah. parent, uh -huh. right? Yeah. yeah. But it works in the long run. Mm -hmm. You know, it works in the long run. In the short term, it's a hell of a lot of work. Yeah. Family meetings are a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's better yes. to say, because I said so, instead of let's figure this out. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. You bring up a there again the saying about you know do I do I fish for you or do I teach you how to fish? Mm -hmm. You know that metaphor. Mm -hmm. And often it is, and especially in this day and age where there's so much pressure. Oh, it's much better if I just do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll, I'll you know to the child. Oh, I'll I'll put your boots on or I'll you know I'll do that for mm -hmm. you. No, you take a deep breath and you show them how to do it, and then and then they'll show you how they do it. It takes time. It, it takes does. patience. It does. And, and the that. key to that is scheduling the time. Exactly. So you have the patience. Exactly. That's the secret. Yeah. Yeah. Even in business yeah. and entrepreneurs that I coach, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, if you want to have these things in your week, then you need to schedule it. You can't yes. wait for it to happen. Yes. And yeah. life too, you know, is interesting. A client, I get so many great learnings from my clients. Oh, yes. Isn't Don't you? Oh, isn't, yes. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and he said to me, you know, Keith, I said, what is, what is life about to you? He said, life is about creating experiences. Mm -hmm. And I said, tell me more about that. Yeah. You know, he's like, well, you know, you can wait for things to happen. Mm -hmm. or you can create them to happen. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, you know, uh, I'm waiting for to be happy. We have to create experiences that make mm -hmm. you happy. Yeah. And so people get lost. They start managing their lives. I mm -hmm. say, don't manage your life, lead it. Put mm -hmm. things in place that you want, mm -hmm. like book a counselor. That's mm -hmm. leading your life. It's yeah. leading your health. Mm -hmm. If you're healthy right now and you want your mental health to stay strong, mm -hmm. get a counselor. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right? Get a yeah. counselor, get a therapist, get a yeah. psychologist, yeah. whatever whatever floats your boat because mm -hmm. now you're already healthy. You don't have to wait for your rock bottom. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like don't wait for things to get bad. Yeah. Yeah. Build. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I came late. Like I came mm -hmm. second marriage, almost third marriage, <laughs> young family, almost mm -hmm. blowing that up, mm -hmm. you know, and sitting down and mm -hmm. having to have my patterns interrupted. Mm -hmm. Which was life-changing. I remember I, I sent you a message one Christmas thanking you. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. I imagine you don't get a lot of that yeah. in your biz. Well, how can I put this? Um, <laughs> I think in years ago, I was looking for that more directly. Uh, now I, I get it in a way that's different again. And what is you that? You know, the, the, the acknowledgement. Well, when people say, for, somebody said to me once, how do you stay in business? Because if you're helping people and they move on, you know, then you don't, and I say, well, no, they, 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 people keep coming. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Um, it's more of a, <clears throat> um, how can I put it? It's an ongoing process. Mm -hmm. At the end of each session, I say, what has happened for you here today? How would you describe the experience you what had here today? What was your takeaway? Yeah. yeah, and you get the win out of that. And, yeah, and yeah. when and what will you be taking out into your world? What are you going to do? Exactly. Where does the rubber hit the road? So it's more of an ongoing yeah. kind of uh, experience for me yeah. as well, right? Yeah. So let's talk about. So I struggle with that, right? Because everyone wants to be seen, loved, heard, and respected, mm. right? And so I need to get that for myself. Is it possible to get it? solely by yourself or do we need to be in community and do we need to be seen, heard, loved and respected mm. by our community? Or can we actually get it for ourselves enough to fill our cup? I'm not sure that one, you know, that there's one or the other. It's both. Mm -hmm. It's both. Um, you know, when we're, and I mean, my basic knowledge about human nature is that we are, we are meant to connect mm -hmm. and to belong Mm -hmm. uh, to have a place. So we do need to be in community for that to happen. Well, you know, yeah. and that's so important because <clears throat> I volunteer for uh, people that are in 12-step programs, recovery uh, programs. Uh, and the ones that have the most success are the ones that get fully involved in the sponsee, sponsor program yeah. where they're helping others yes. and they're part of a community yeah. and they really thrive and they mm -hmm. get to like 23, 25, 28 years sober, 30 mm -hmm. years sober because it's not about... Yeah them anymore it's about you know getting that person to one week getting yeah. that person to two weeks yes. and, and uh you know it's, it's it's been a really great that's been a really great journey to mm. watch people you know uh, i had this one one young lad he you know i was talking about how we all have good souls we're all good people and sometimes mm -hmm. you know our programming mm -hmm. or our what you were yeah. saying is our family dynamics mm -hmm. have us living a life that's different mm -hmm. and so he said he broke into cars but not cars with baby seats because mm -hmm. he understood yeah and it was funny because, you know, we had the same core values uh -huh. and his were just 
realigned in his world Mm. with his situation. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just great to know that we're all just, you know, we're all swimming in the same pool, trying to go in the same direction. Yeah. 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 You know, something just, and this is how things work for me. I just had this experience when, when I was working for my master's, when we needed to have a, our, ourselves basically assessed, mm-hmm. analyzed. And I can remember Dr. James saying to me, and at that time it was Gloria, Gloria, do you, you know that in your family of origin, you did not know where you belonged not only in your family, but in the community and in the world. Wow. And I can remember when he said that to me, I started to cry. Mm. So that in itself had so much meaning for that. It was like, finally, somebody has understood mm. the way that I'm walking in the world. Now, remember that was like 30, over 30 years mm-hmm. ago now. Yeah, you're and 74, then, yeah, and that was when you that were was 40, what, 40, so 34 or 40 years or ago. Even, yeah, yeah. yeah, or 42 or something. Mm-hmm. It was my early 40s. Yeah. So I've had many years and much more... Um, much more of my own growth. I mean, that's also, you know, and then I went into the nine years. And, and I say, no, I, I am still in therapy. I have two wonderful therapists. One mm-hmm. of them is my doctor of traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. The other one is my chiropractor, mm-hmm. where we do more body work. Mm-hmm. So I continue that. This, this aspect of belonging, and you know, Keith, I often wonder too about my journey into, into the realm of the spirit. It was like somewhere intuitively I knew that how I survived the trauma that I did was because I had a connection with a power greater than I. Yeah, I I see that 100%. You know, I was not aware of it then. However, I see now that that power greater than I was Mm -hmm. helping me to survive and to thrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you found your place now then? Yes, yes. That's yes, great. and I continue though, as mm-hmm. I say, it's evolving. Right? I, it always changes. You know, every time I I see my you know or or my colleagues or and the work as well, it's like ah yes. Is there a place I I, I like to I believe own your past so it doesn't own you. Mm-hmm. I look back and I go, yeah, it's exactly the way it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, my trauma with my father was what it was. Mm. And I, I own that. I accept yeah. it. I don't, yeah. do, I don't own my part. You know, I, I own my part. And, and, but I own that it happened. Mm. I don't pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of energy that you can pull from past traumas yes. and, and, and heal and put towards moving yeah. forward. Do you want to speak to that a little well, bit? Well, we, we heal more from the pain then, then I mean, you know, it's it's great when everything's going well. That's mm. true. However, the experiences that have created the greatest pain, and you might have heard me because I still use this. You know, I say that healing hurts more than the initial. And the the story I use is, you know, when you're a kid and you fall off your bike and you scrape, and mom or dad come, we got to clean that up or you'll yeah. get infection. The cleaning up of that hurts more than the fall off the bike. Yeah. So wow, to have powerful. the you know the courage to continue that's what I call my work healing. Yeah. Healing. And when you look at the origin of the word healing mm-hmm. and whole W H O L E and holy H O L Y spirit mm-hmm. they're all the same. The origin of those words are the same. Oh wow. So as we are healing mm-hmm. to become more whole and to, you know to be the spirits who were meant to be uh, unlike the wound when we are healing from our yeah. journey so i'm just reflecting on my journey yeah. right the reason it's so painful is we relive that story over mm-hmm. and over and sometimes yeah. that story isn't the way it, that i'm living it, it yeah. it's the way i felt and you know as a young child you see the world quite simply mm-hmm. you know you love mm-hmm. me or you don't yes i'm yes. hungry or i'm not yes and so emotions aren't this vast, you know, array of emotions. Mm-hmm. So we, at young age, you know, eight, eight-ish, grade 10, mm-hmm. grade four-ish, whatever, somewhere around there, we start to get a adult brain with a child's heart. So mm-hmm. how we fit in, it becomes impactful. Mm-hmm. That becomes our truth. We relive mm-hmm. it over and over again. So when it comes in, you were talking, we were talking about value, somebody's mm-hmm. self-worth and value. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I've... I do this thing with my clients, which is like, how did you need to be to get your father's, you know, same mm-hmm. sex, so boy to man and, mm-hmm. and girl to mom. Mm-hmm. How did you need to behave or be to get your mom's attention or mm-hmm. your mom's love? And it's like, well, I needed to behave and I needed to do my chores. And so it's like they go on. And this one client said to me, you know, 
um, this guy likes me and I haven't even cooked or slept with him yet. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> I'm like, good for you. You must be a nice person. You must have value as is. And so when I yeah. trace them back to that yeah. and they see it, then I do this, I do this, love this, this kind of shock thing. It's like, come here and give me a hug. Well, have you done anything for me today? Uh, oh, no, no hug no, for you. Yeah. And it kind of yeah. sets the tone of like, wow. Mm. Like we do have this built-in value without needing to be verified. To have it, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. However, that's what I believe is, is, is our mission, you know, as caregivers or, or coaches or counselors, mm. is to help an individual touch that center of their value. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. when you see someone, like I say to them, I, I, when you see you the way I see you, your mm-hmm. life will change. Yeah. And I'm basically saying I see you for the core of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I want them to, mm-hmm. I, I, I like it when they find the problem, mm. yeah. understand the problem, yeah. Yeah. and then heal. The term that I use around understanding is the more a person feels understood, the more he or she is willing to change. So our, our role, I see my role as understanding and helping the person understand again, you know, and then they're willing to change. That's powerful because... Well, I may have got that from... I'm, you know, I'm thinking, gee, maybe I need to give that credit to someone. We'll call that but, a glowism. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a glowism. The, you, know, yeah. you know, the way I see yeah. it is, is it's like this, right? Because I have, I have issues not being an educated man doing the work I'm doing and having the thoughts I think. Oh. So I just see... All the books I've read, all the things I've watched as the learning from the truth, and I can contribute to that truth. Yeah, so I can yeah. take from it and give to it. Yeah. So if it's a glowism yeah. or it's somebody else's, you're honoring that teacher. You're giving it back. Yeah. You're using it in a moment where it can change someone's life. So if they get the proper accreditation, yeah. I try to give accreditation to everyone. Mm. And if you do come up with a glowism, okay. and it's great. You know, because yeah. not everyone, you know, there's so many sayings out there. Mm. And, and you watch people on social media and stuff mm-hmm. and they're like they're labeling it you know by gandhi mm-hmm. or by and it's like no that wasn't gandhi and it's like or by steve jobs mm-hmm. or it's just all the truisms just mm-hmm. lived through the world the philosophers were talking about on the steps of the parthenon mm-hmm. and now glow is saying the mm-hmm. same thing and you do know that you are an educated man because when you look at the origin of the word educate educare i think that's latin means mm-hmm. to lead out Mm. So you and I and others, we are leading people out, leading people out of what has got them stuck and in pain and leading them out to new visions. Oh, that's great. I appreciate that. That's nice. I like that. That's great. So Cole, were you saying we were in an hour? No. Okay. We're at 40 minutes. Okay. Okay. Good. So... So that's awesome. I really appreciate that because mm. that, that, that is a thing that I have because uh, mm. I wrote my book and yeah. then I get to imposter syndrome and then I get to, uh, you know, has it got any value? And yeah. it's just sharing my journey and, and the meetings with you, like the things we talked about here in the book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you now operate your business and you're a mm-hmm. successful business, so, mm-hmm. you know, that means you're an entrepreneur. I uh-huh. know you're now involved with your VA, virtual assistant, yes. and your social media. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> this is Rocking this, it at 74. <laughs> at 74. <laughs> Here we go. I love that, right? I love that because that just shows the courage to be, the courage uh-huh. to change, right? Yeah. To, to step into technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, is there... Is there a, a wave or a surge of people that are coming to you now that you're finding social media is really impacting them negatively and contributing to the, the depression? Uh, ooh. Or, or something yeah. else? Or Yeah. Uh, that's a big question. It is a big question. Yeah, I'm not sure if, the, if it's social media per se that's having an effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I just believe it's the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> the world the world that we live in. It's different. It's eh? different. Mm-hmm. It's different. You know, first of all, I'm sure you've heard this. I mean, the number of people we talk to in a day, uh, you know, our, our our grandparents would have it would have been a year or something for them to talk to that same number mm-hmm. of people. So, it's to me, it's it's the it's more pressure and the stress of um, of just making it. You know, making, yeah. making it. I, I, yeah. I, f- I find that the, the, the individuals having such a hard time and that my thing is, is don't believe everything you think to be true. Mm. You know, do some, 
yeah. deeper thinking. Deeper on thinking, it. exploring. Yeah. Which is actually yeah. a big ask, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a big ask, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that before I met you, uh, and now I do yeah, it, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, so I get that that's a big ask. Well, the other aspect of it could be that I'm still learning about social media. You know, sometimes I'll hear people talk about the likes, you know, you, the that that kind of thing. That's and, addictive. And, and how, how yeah. addictive that is. Yeah. That's a dopamine rush. It yeah. makes you feel happy, serotonin, all the great things. Yeah. It's like having sex and, yeah. wow, this feels great. They like yeah. me. Yeah. But, the, you know, so what I love to say is we all have this uh, drive and spirit inside mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it's aligned with mm-hmm. a purpose and meaning, spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. The power is amazing. Yeah. The success that follows that, like mm-hmm. if they stay focused on that, everything just kind of flows. Because yeah. Yeah. your core values, who you are shines because mm-hmm. it's in the right direction. Yeah. And it's very powerful. And I work with a lot of entrepreneurs that when they tap into it, they can't believe yeah. what happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. The problem is that power is so powerful when it goes in the wrong direction. Yes, yes. That's yeah. where they get into the deep, deep, deep depression. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that are very powerful people that are deeply depressed, I want them to know, like, come see somebody to change the direction so you can get what you deserve because yeah. that power, when it's mm-hmm. aligned, is so amazing. Mm-hmm. So what's dragging them down, what has them so stuck, is also what can pull them out quickly yeah. when doing the work, when the rubber hits the road. Right. But it's hard to get started, right? So what would be your advice to someone who's stuck, you know, thinking there's something wrong with them, mm. you know, mm. what's a glowism that we can, uh, that we could offer somebody that, you know, if someone's listening, it might change their life. Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to talk for a moment about power. Sure. You know, power, I use the word power or anger or energy is similar to fire. You know, you like to have the fire at, in the fireplace in winter to sit around. However, it can also burn the house down. Mm-hmm. So there again, metaphorically, how one uses it. How do you mm-hmm. how do you use your power? Or the the other story I use is around around uh, around anger. Well, first of all, people getting being stuck. It's some understanding again about what is that experience. They, these are the use of the open ended questions. Mm-hmm. What is that experience like? How do you know that you're having it? What does it mean for you to be stuck? Mm -hmm. And just questions like that give a real description about what a person believes Mm -hmm. about that, you know. And they could be stuck in some areas, but not so much in other areas. Or the other aspect is how are they how are they speaking to themselves about yeah. their life experience at that moment? Well, that that's that language part. Language part. You know, I, I like to say that language yeah. is the yeah. diet for mental health. Yeah. And so, if you're eating fast food, you got a fast food mental health. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah. got to feed yourself the right diet, yeah. right? And yeah. and actually, yeah. negative. Language and negative energy is way more powerful than positive energy. Mm. So I don't believe in the power of positive thinking. I no. believe in the power of not negative thinking, mm. Mm. which is which. See, it sounds like the same thing, but but it isn't. Yeah. The other thing about power is I learned that as a man, I have a power that impacts my children very strongly, mm. more so than a feminine power. You know, like it's more impactful because it's more stronger and dynamic yeah. and yeah. different, right? Uh-huh. And I want fathers to know that your power really influences your children's mm-hmm. space and mm-hmm. their mental health and to, to choose that and use it uh, wisely. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this place of where women are earners and they're struggling with working and being at home. Mm-hmm. So they have their struggle yeah. and that's very hard for them because it's a push pull. And men, if you want a man to be emotional, the power, the fire that burns inside can also burn the house down mm. so if you're asking someone to be emotional you're asking them to be sensitive it might come out with a power you don't like mm. so what do you say about something like that because i know that i have a lot of male friends that are being asked of this and they don't know how to control the fire so they're burning the house down so they're being asked to they're be asked to more, be more than what they are be more sensitive so just just be more open tell more me how op- you feel oh, what are you feeling vulnerable yeah, and they're more right away is they want to burn the house down. Yeah, to be more vulnerable mm-hmm. and to be vulnerable in a way that is, um, uh, what's the word? Yeah, the power of words again, that is more real than bombastic. Mm-hmm. That's the difference I see, mm-hmm. is, is that power, that, the power of vulnerability that comes with being more grounded because I think a lot, and, and it, there again, a gender aspect of yeah. it. The male thinks that you know being powerful means, yes, I have yeah. to raise my voice and be bombastic and yeah. that kind of thing. 
well, look at the part, look at the men, you know, look at the Mahatma Gandhis and the and and Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. If you're going to look at the male gender and just see that in their quiet, soft way, what they have done uh, uh, in the yeah, world. Yeah, that power yeah. is huge. Yes, exactly. speak with a softer voice, say less with more, exactly. be more impactful. Exactly. And 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 yeah. honestly, it would be great if 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 that was the lesson, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if that was the message yeah. coming from the significant other yes. yeah. is I love what you have to say. If you could just say less, yes. you could say, you know, uh, more with less power, like mm-hmm. more with less yeah. fire, yeah. Or like you mm-hmm. said, more real talk, right? Well, the, it is the responsibility of the partner to say, I need to hear it this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Draw a boundary, I need, right? Like, I need to hear it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to do being vulnerable and saying to someone, I need to do it this way. <laughs> right? Hard, very hard. Right. That vulnerability is, and the courage, the courage of vulnerability yeah. is a big one because opening, there again, metaphor, opening one's heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, now yeah, they can stab it. Oh, oh, now yeah, you can step on exactly, it. Right? Exactly. So I, I'm actually the Venus flytrap of vulnerability. Mm, I'm vulnerable. And then I'm not. (laughs) I'm vulnerable, and then I'm not. I'm vulnerable, and then I'm not. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, all of this, I say all of this uh, is good, provided people look at it and and take ownership for it. You know, it's, it's really good in growth to say, I'm in pain, I'm struggling, and be open about that. And and the words that I would like to use, because language is the diet for the mental mm-hmm. health. I'm hurting. Yeah. I want help. Yeah. And I want to be better. I don't yeah. need yeah. to be better. Yeah. You don't need to come from a place of scarcity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need to trigger that self, mm-hmm. you know, that low self-esteem by needing to be more. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. great the way you are. And mm-hmm. let's just be better. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. at a two in my life and mm-hmm. I want to get to a three instead mm-hmm. of I need to be at a three. Yeah. And if we start changing the way we talk to ourselves, Mm -hmm. and like you said, you know, uh, doing the work in yourself in the marriage is the most important part. And Chrissy and I have both been on that journey. And and the reason we are strong is because we are accountable to ourselves Mm -hmm. for ourselves. And then we're accountable to the relationship, Mm -hmm. which has been just great. Like, I mean, we were very blessed to find you, by the way. Very blessed. Thank you. I'm honored. I don't know about Glow, but Gloria did a great job. (laughs) So, you know, I I guess if I were to say, because you asked me this question, you know, what is different about me today that was when I, when you met me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I I, I analyze that a lot. Like I always Mm -hmm. think, and and you Mm -hmm. asked that about two years ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would have said energy was Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I can really recall the the beginnings because I was, it was all about me. Oh, as, as it needed to be. <laughs> you, at that time. you were in the yeah. room. I know. I know. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Right? Because it is all about So when you. you asked me what was different, I couldn't remember who you were, other than, you know, your time's up, cut your check. <laughs> that's so funny. I mean, that's the okay. one that's traumatized me. Uh, and, you know, so yeah, so I would just say, uh, and it's funny because I called you once because I wanted to do some work with you and you mm-hmm. had to follow protocol because clients dad just call you out of the blue. <laughs> You're like, what do you want me oh, for? What do you want? Yes. And I was like wanting yeah. to do a, I wanted to do a marriage seminar with yes. you. Uh, yes. I wanted to bring you in and do something yeah. together. Anyways, yeah. we will still do something together. Sure we will. This, this yeah. whole uh, AIM coaching center is meant for things like that. Oh, yeah. So one day in here, you and I will be yeah. facilitating a marriage seminar. Sure. Something yes. like that, yes. You know yes. where we can impact yes. people in a, exactly. in a great way. Be of service, which yes. is now spiritual yeah. for me. So yeah. that's a yeah. great shift for yeah. me today. Yeah. I'm, uh, la- I'm laughing though when you say about the time when I said your time is up. You're okay. At that moment, I went. It's not all about you, Keith. <laughs> 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 There's the learning. Oh, Keith says, oh, maybe it isn't all about yeah. me. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I struggle with that in my yeah. own clients because the time is up. Yeah. Exactly. And they're sometimes they're in deep, deep learning, yeah. or yeah. they're in emotional state, yeah. or they're being extremely. Yeah vulnerable yeah and so that's where I have to show them that I value my time enough Mm -hmm. so they can learn to value their time enough Mm -hmm. and that's the lesson you get from someone who draws a boundary a respectful boundary yeah which is really hard for people to do because they want to please everybody Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they their value is based on being accepted by other people 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the biggest shifts I've had is finding my own value within, but I flirt with it because it uh, goes away and it comes and it goes away. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, even after many years of intense therapy and the work that I continue doing, I still have moments where I wonder, do I belong? Am mm. I good enough? Mm. Okay, I have moments like mm. that. And so this is all part of the realization that this is the journey. And if we you accept know. that that's going to happen, yeah. it doesn't have as much power. Exactly. I'm exactly. going to flirt. Yeah. You know, when, when, when Buddha was sitting under the tree, he would say, I see you, Mala, as the dark thoughts came in. Uh-huh. And by acknowledging them and letting them go through, yeah. he could get back to focusing yeah. on yeah. what needed to be done. And this is where having, you know, a, a meditation practice, which I've had for about 40 years now, yeah. you know, meditate, uh-huh. meditation, mm-hmm. those kinds of practices are so important. Mm-hmm. And you come off the couch or the mat and go out into the world as well, right? Yeah. Well, there's some pretty amazing experiences that come from being in meditation or working with uh, energy or spiritual healers, especially if you're holding that pain in your body, right? And and what I want people to learn from today's conversation is, is I came in in a lot of pain and Mm -hmm. I'm in a great place now and I'm still struggling as you are too. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, and maybe you'll get a phone call. I'll come in and say, is my soul good or bad? (laughs) And you just have to answer that question and I'll get on my way. Yeah, because uh, my growth has been very much being in touch with the body, more of the physical. I say that, you know, I had I had the academic and the intellectual yeah. and, and what, and you know, the, the saying that I say to people is pe- human beings will pretend, deny, avoid, make excuses, just keep rolling along. Mm-hmm. It's the body where the truth lies. Yeah. And that's the physical body, the emotional body, the mental and the spiritual body. Yeah. That's where the truth Mind, really heart, body, lies. soul. Yeah. And the feelings that you're having are representing way more than you're thinking. Yeah. And the feelings that you're having are letting you know what your thoughts and emotions mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And if you look into your thoughts and emotions, you'll understand that how you're seeing things may not be the way they are. Yeah. And if you change the way you look at things, the things you can look at change. change. And if you don't like the results in your life, you got to reverse engineer it and you got to find out where you want to fix it. I'm looking forward to reading your book. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I, you know, I'm, I'm struggling. I, I have my bouts. Like, I'm not sending it. I'm going to put yeah. it out. The, 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 it's done. Yeah. We're working on the, on the cover, but it's great. So. Well, I've been planning a book, and now I realize the reason why I've been stuck with that is because if I were to write a book, it would pr- probably be more intellectual. And I, what I want to do is I now want to write poetry. You ask me what I'm yeah. doing? I'm writing poetry now. Really brilliant. Yeah. Well, you can get... That is just so good because yeah. people will read it and get what they need to get yeah. from it, right? Yeah. And that's right. what I love about analogical thinking. When mm-hmm. you give analogies like you just did about yeah. some of the... You said metaphorically, some yes. of your metaphors. Yes. Uh, it allows people to see it in a different light. Yes. And you take this deep, dark thing that feels so horrible mm-hmm. and, you know... Yeah. You turn it into a rusty wagon that just needs to be cleaned up a little bit. <laughs> there we go. Another <laughs> metaphor. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, okay. thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, uh, this has been wonderful. It's been a, thank you. It's been a yeah. great fun. This is great fun. Thank you so much. So I, you know, I, my takeaway is being, uh, you know, uh, the, the education, which is... Educare, leading out. Leading out, mm-hmm. which, which was very powerful. Mm. Um, and then, what was the other one I just recently said? But anyways... Yeah, it's been really, really great for me. This okay. has been awesome. Okay. Uh, it's what I needed. Yeah. I yeah. think the universe or God or Buddha mm. or whoever you want to believe in mm. has lined up a pretty good uh, conversation today. I don't want it to end. Well, this is this is for I, me. I don't have to pay for this. By the way. <laughs> this is for me what confirms again about the, the work we do is, is more and deeper than work. It's a calling. Yeah. This is a calling. I was trying to say to Cole the other day, I don't even know why I'm so driven to do this, but I have to. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I was a realtor for 25 years, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I had a construction company before that. And and I ended up here in my third life change, which people Mm -hmm. should understand is completely possible. So Mm -hmm. follow a path. Yeah. You know, you taking your MA at 40 and then at 50 taking your PhD. I mean, was it easier to learn as an adult learner than maybe somebody that just jumped out or did you just wait because... You just got there again, the being in a way being driven, and I knew that I wanted to do something around spirituality. So that yeah, yeah. that that was uh, that that was it. You know that I'm going to be starting in March what I call invitational conversations. Oh great! Once a month, bringing people together. I'm going to talk on a topic, and then I'm going to open it up for people because. So I if really, someone was listening, how could they take advantage of that? Actually, through my website. Okay, www.thewisdomofworth.com, and they can register there. 
okay. invitational conversations. We'll be together for an hour. And uh, yeah, my first one, I'm going to talk about connection okay. because I feel, you know, with COVID, how do, mm -hmm. we, how do we connect <clears throat> and how do we connect generally? So, mm -hmm. so that's, I'm opening up more for conversation, right? Well, that's great. Letting people... So have you started the poetry book? Uh, I'm starting. I'm, doing, I'm writing every day. I'm writing some poetry. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Well, there's a group there's a group called the Self-Publishing Agency, TSPA. Uh-huh. And Megan works there. She's an amazing young lady. And they walk you through the process. They take you, they get your VPN number for Amazon and they do oh. the cover and they said, Is set that you how up. you did it? Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll have to yeah. do that. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It was Keith. wonderful. Great seeing you. Thank you. And for everyone out there, if if uh, just take the takeaway is your mental health is yours. Make sure you, if you're feeling great, go make it better. <laughs> that's right. And if you yeah. aren't, you're not broken. Yeah, that's right. You know, find yeah. someone yeah. awesome like Glow today, yeah. and yeah. Uh, or hire a coach mm -hmm. or whatever you need to do to get your yeah. help. Yeah. Uh, and help and getting help is good, and helping others is really good. Yeah. So you're not broken. You are healing to a healthy place. Yeah, healing to a healthy place. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, thanks so much and thank you. Thank you, Keith. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Master Your Genius Podcast. You can rate and review this episode on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Master Your Genius. 